Hey everyone, this is Rosie Rainbow. <laughs> I just finally listened to a bunch of the messages. I just wanted to say that I totally misunderstood the purpose of this group. So it's really funny. I didn't know that, you know, we were really supposed to be having meaningful conversations. I've kind of been laying here, staring at the ceiling trying to figure out the best way to start this message and I'm just totally stumped so I just went for it because I feel the need to say something come on just dish it up baby she actually said something in kundalini this morning that made me think the exact same thought I forgot what the context was she was talking about something I was like, whoa, you're on to something there, but I can't remember what it was. Damn. Doing nothing. <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh at that. Because we thought that this was more of a psychedelic radio show where it's like all these, uh, a collage of sound, like meaning as a person's mind works, like uh, hello, thoughts team, here, thoughts I there, sounds. Like, oh, like trippy, you know, like, like an LSD trip, but like on a radio show. Mind. What's the topic this week? Mind blow, mind blow hard, mind blow harders. I have an idea. Okay, I have an idea. It's party time over here at Mind Blow. Come on and get on in the action here at Mind Blow. That's right. The necessary evils of modern civilization. Was coming for them. They deserved that. I mean, honestly, I did think you guys sounded like mighty bitches too. <laughs> you, you didn't deserve that. Welcome to Vision Tribe. And now that you are part of the little tribe here, I guess I can tell you the truth. So when Scrouse and I started this little adventure, we had no idea where this would go or what it would become. So you are on a ride to who knows where. Well, I guess I could just give it all away. In fact, why, why don't I? I mean, I should just give all my paintings away and then they won't be in my house anymore. And then I won't even be worried about whether they make money or not because I'm, I've already decided that they're free. I think I might do that. And it makes me wonder like what birds think when they sing, you know, like do they care if anyone hears them? I'm always getting down on myself for not recording my music and for not putting my gifts out into the world more and trying to reach people more and putting in the effort to be more public and extroverted, I guess. But I mean, I have grieved to the point of thinking that my life is wasted because 
Nobody hears my songs. It has nothing to do with money for me, but it's just the urge to like share like this intense desire, not even an urge, it's just intense desire. It means everything to me. And to the point where I feel like my life is worthless if I don't, that I have accomplished nothing. And that's how I view my future as well. I'm like, wow, um, if I don't record my music before I die, then this was just like, I think it's really lovely to hear all of our voices and us talking about issues that are really near and dear to us and important to us and maybe we don't always get a chance to talk about them or have someone around us that we feel comfortable talking about. I know I love to talk about art and its place in my life and I have battles with Sarah all the time about art and the meaning of it and why I might feel compelled to do it. Mind blown. I mean, I guess my first question about the word deserve is if it kind of, if it leads right away to victimization or like, I don't deserve this. And um, yeah, living in this world that just can shovel out all sorts of pain and suffering. Like, does anybody deserve the the pain that they're offered um or the gifts like why would some of us get some things and not other things both positive and negative or painful or, or and pleasurable like yeah like just deserve is such a bizarre world word in that way like we can only think of deserve in the negative context because if we dare think of it in the positive context, that means we're leaving people out. You deserve this, but they do not deserve this. It's a, it, we don't like the judgment of deserve. Maybe that's because of the new consciousness we're moving into. The Aquarian age where everybody works together, more community, more tribal-like. In the past, it was always you get what you earn, right? There's no free lunches, the Protestant work ethic. But now, if we move into something more like, wow, look at that, I do have sawhorses, huh? And then morphing into contradictions, which are everywhere, contradictions abound, and if somebody connects with the soul in my painting, I'm glad I can be there for them. I'm just here, I'm just here to work on myself and that's why I paint and I'm obsessed. Is it any good for anybody? Does anybody need it? I don't think so. Does that mean, so we're still back to relevance. Have I said this a million times before? I probably have. Sometimes I feel like Maybe she's given up because I think she tends to believe that art is just you do it and then you forget about it. And if nobody ever hears it, it doesn't matter. That's just what it is. And there's some truth to that. I, I, I agree there's some truth to that. But on the other hand, I choose to believe that we do these things. I do these things. I go through this madness and insanity because I believe it could actually help somebody. 
I believe there's somebody out there that could actually benefit from my own struggles. And that's what I hope. And that's why I refuse to give up. And that's why I keep going and keep believing and making art because I think it can help someone. I've been helped by other people. It will find its place. I do believe there is purpose and meaning in this world of ours, in this life, this reality. And Scrouse, if you do give away your art, before you do, take a lot of good pictures because the future of art is digital. Unfortunately, and I hate it as much as you, but, but if you have pictures, if you keep those pictures, then you will always have them. I do not think that the future of art is digital, Ian. I'm really curious to know why you think that. I think that it's going to go the opposite way. That people are just going to get so fed up with computer land and the artif artificial world that they're going to want what's real, like never before. Like acoustic music and all of the things that cannot be provided by a computer. Um, like, you know, like real stuff, real art, real music in the presence of musicians, not recorded, real yoga, not on Zoom. Vision Tribe, uh, Scrouse here. I am the sexton of three churches, and right now I'm in the tunnel underground between St. Patrick's Church, formerly an Irish church in Milwaukee, and the St. Patrick's School building. You might think of it as a catacomb. I don't think of it as a catacomb. There's no dead bodies here that I know of. It's, this tunnel is probably a hundred years old. All worlds are possible. Most are just statistically improbable. Mind blow. first started at St. Patrick's, I immediately went up to the attic of the school building and I was looking around for debris. I actually crawled under the church doing the same thing and I find artifacts there. Under the church I found an old Groff's uh, grape soda bottle which had an embossed image of a zeppelin. So cool! And in the attic of the school I found a newspaper from 1932 newspaper predating World War II has been up in that attic for almost a hundred years. I took it home and I cut out parts of it. It's so brittle I can't preserve it so I cut out parts of it and I collaged them together and used them in a collage book that I made recounting my journey through um, Jungian uh, psychotherapy and dream imagery and my soul. That was these old buildings in Milwaukee, they're full of history and life. You know, I think of all the, the spirits and the ghosts, and the ghosts are spirits, but the, the energy of people who's, who've moved through here, the, the afterglow of all the people, of the community, of all the life, all the boys that went up into that attic, you know, on the sly, skipping out of class trying to get away with something. I just think that I love it.
I have it's it. not good for you because it's made for baby cows and not you. And then what was your response? And you're saying that like old people, even though they've been drinking milk all this time, they got brittle bones and yeah. Well, guess what? Everyone who has ever had water dies. Water is just this thing made by stars. We weren't meant to have it, just like we weren't meant to have cow's milk. You know, everyone who's ever had water has died. We should never have started drinking that crap. It's not meant for us, it's meant for baby stars. Speaking of water, one thing I know about water is that it has memory. It remembers things and it's happy or sad or angry. It remembers the energy we put into it. And water is in everything. Everything that's alive has water in it. And so it remembers our energy. Listening to the tail end of this string of the conversation, I just popped in to hear what you all we're talking about and I guess the first thing that came to mind to me like kind of summing it all up is the longing to be long in some ways uh, communication uh, from artists well in uh, yeah is whether we're right or wrong it's part of the it's part of the dance we're throwing monkey wrenches into the works to see how the machine will evolve oh the mixed metaphor is driving me up the wall but you get what i'm saying i know you do vision tribe mind blow um get my my fingers into it a little bit and accept that you know possibly to stay afloat um, in a monetary situation, yeah, digital might be the way to go. And I think that goes for every kind of artist. And it's really hard for me because I'm not, I'm not a computer kind of person, but yet I've accepted the fact. And I think it's very interesting and an opening a different vantage point for me when you bring up the point of evolving from one state of mind or one consciousness to another, particularly you're talking about going from a world in which we earned what we got, we, we de we've deserved our place in this world because we worked hard and earned it. Come on, that is not what I wanted. I mean, I was really expecting something else. I worked so hard and this is what I got? Possibly we could be like emerging into another consciousness where we're just entitled, I guess, uh, for lack of a better world, but we're basically just born human and we have these human rights. So we're entitled to food and shelter and even love. And mind blow. I totally agree with you, Strauss, that I think one of the reasons why um, deserving it has a lot of uh, negative connections. Because if I deserve something good that I got, that inherently means somebody else deserves something crappy that they got. And that just seems unfair. Mine, excuse me, take two. Vision Tribe needs members. Do you have an opinion? Are you a loudmouth? 
Are you thoughtful? Are you ignorant? We need your voice. Call us, join us, contact us, and you too can be part of the Mission Vision the Vision Tribe on Mind Blow Radio. Come on down to Big Teddy's Mind Blow Extravaganza. New and used Mind Blow. We got something to suit the discerning listener and you. All sorts available, many preferences and styles. Scooter, give the people out there an example of what we got down here. Sure, boss. Mind blow, mind blow. I am mind blow, you are mind blow, we are mind blow all together. Pie in the sky, heaven in your eye, and now we die. I'm crying. <laughs> so wonderful. Our listeners deserve better. Oh, yes, they do. Okay, well, let's take it back. Some people, they mistake me for a conservative, see? But I'm not a conservative. Uh, uh, nope. But I ain't a liberal either. Not anymore. And I was talking to some more liberal-like-minded friends of mine. Left-handed. When we got done with the conversation, I finished by saying... What'd you say? You know, I think in the future here... The future? We shall see the dumb... Leading the blind. Dumb leading the blind. blind. And if I'm the dumb one here, then y'all must be the blind. Y'all must be the blind. Woo! That's just how it goes these days. Dumb leading the blind. Strange little messed up world we live on. Strange days, these are. Strange days, bizarre. Strange days, these are. Seems like most people just know how to make it worse. Sure do! That's a First and foremost, our own entertainment. When there's a problem and you rush to fill the need and fix it, you're improvising, you're winging it, and that's where all the neurons are firing. What was that? I think those hippies are making fun of us. I think they're being sarcastic and I, I think they're making fun of us. This is Mind Blow. Kaboom. Neurons aren't firing when you're just sitting at a desk staring at a screen. That's when your ass is firing. If you want innovation, you have to panic. 
I'll openly admit that there's absolutely nothing going on in my brain during those pauses. <laughs> and I'm a little self-conscious about it, so that's part of the thing here. I would like to think that there was some activity going on in my brain during the pauses. <laughs> but the truth is, my mind goes completely blank. <laughs> Stop, stop watching the news. The news contrives to frighten you, to make you feel lost and alone, to make you feel you've never been mind blown. Mind blown. The interesting thing is that, yeah, Mother Nature doesn't think, I think that any animal or being is really entitled to anything including life like maybe a lot of animals get a fighting chance and then we as a species mostly have agreed and made laws that we don't kill each other and we keep making laws to try to teach treat each other better and protect ourselves and others but those are different from the laws of nature that we're kind of working within point something out when you point out a flaw or a truth or a misdirection or ill communication or hypocrisy nobody likes that i don't like it even though i tried to seek out the truth if i find out that i'm living a lie or lying to myself or if somebody points that out i get pissed off <laughs> i hate that i'm trying to learn to embrace it just like how i said that the first day of lockdown because of COVID would... It, the first day of lockdown was the first day of the face-to-face -face human contact movement. That's what I think. And that from the day that started, it only inspired people to want more, to be together in a very authentic, real way, like spending time together like your fire on Friday nights and all these ways that we genuinely connect through dance and music and healing and all the beautiful ways. And just having conversations. Rosie's absolutely right. The, <clears throat> the more the scumbags try to squeeze us in their fist, uh, well, actually that's a Princess Leia quote, the more people slip through. But what, I, what I'm getting at is the more they try to crack down, the more we're going to resist it. So the more they try to put everything, and I'm speaking of they because I kind of do believe there is a they. Actually, I totally agree with both of you that, right, we are entering a period where people, those of us that still want to retain our humanness or realize we're gonna have to stand up and fight to stay human, to be human, to uh, right, to be face to face without the barriers that society is trying to impose between us. And yeah, there is more than ever a desire in me for those types of tactile, in-person arts for sure. On the other hand, there's a part of me, I think that is ready to accept that 
there is another world emerging too this digital virtual artificial world and in some ways some of us might have to live in both worlds for a while because if we just run away like cave dwellers and refuse to accept the digital virtual world machine world as emerging eventually it may come and find us and hunt us down the resistance might not look like what we think it looks like that's one two is we already are using the computer digital world for art that's what mind blow is that's our process hello this is mind blow kaboom mind instruments you have yourself it is incredible to see the composition take flight i am in awe so if i believe in money i believe in it more as a game that's how i choose to believe in money it's a game a game that we play and like any game why shouldn't we want to try and get good at it why shouldn't we try to learn how to play it and how to be good at it why can't we see everything in life as kind of a game you know unfortunately maybe money has some other consequences besides just fun but I think it might be a healthy approach to see money as a game. As long as we have our basic necessities taken care of and sometimes I feel like that's not so hard in this world of abundance, then why not create a game called money? And I'm ready to play. Okay, well let's take it back. What well, some things we actually need. We need knives so that we can kill animals and eat, and cut plants, and then cut them up and feed ourselves. Let's just start with knives. And I feel the need to point out a certain error, at least in my view, and that's this idea that people need roofs. They don't need roofs. Think of the animal kingdom. Most animals don't really, they don't make roofs at least. They might use some as roofs, but we don't need to build roofs. That is not a need. That is a luxury. I mean, we could just as easily also live in tents. We don't need these asphalt shingled houses that we live in. And that's the big mistake is we think we need these things. We think we need a refrigerator. We think we need a stove. We need a TV. We need a roof. You know, actually life goes on without most of this stuff. But we've forgotten. We forgot. reminds me of a story when I was going to listen to this person. They told me a story about another time when they were thinking a thought and then we were interrupted and I meant to tell them about an encounter I had but we were distracted and right then 
Entropy is also absolute peace and calm, the home of the universe. Of course, we're not ready for that yet, are we now? I love what you say about entropy. It's basically a state of equilibrium, all things becoming equal. That is probably closer to the truth of what's going on than the cooling of the universe. It also makes our own lives vastly more miraculous, doesn't it? Here we are with this enormous concentration of consciousness and atoms. We're being trained like digital bits. You're either on or you're off. There's no middle ground, one or zero digital bits, because that's what they want. They want on or off, zero, one digital bits, binary. That's what it's all about, dividing us. We are being trained to be digital bits on or off. All worlds on are off. possible. On Most are just off. statistically improbable. But nowhere in between. But in all those cases, deserving doesn't really seem to come into play. It's a lot about luck or not luck. When I feel, at least I know, I'm being real with myself. There's nobody who needs to believe in me. Cause I'm somebody and I've got love in my heart.